And we're here, or at least I'm here. Uh, it's uh, Prep Talk Live, episode 52. Uh, we're talking about late night knocks on home security things. Um, Tup may be here. I'm not sure. We had a bit of a conversation earlier this week. He was uh, has some conflicts. Um, I don't know if it's spring break. Uh, oh, my goodness. Sutton's Days is here, and, and, and Tup is not. I don't know what's happening. Um, anyway, so... Uh, he had some conflicts. We were trying to do scheduling and Friday looked like it was going to work. Um, so I thought we were on, he may jump in here at any time. I've sent him a text message. I have not heard back from him. He is a bit elusive. Um, as pigs fly mentioned in the chat, uh, as we were waiting around, he may be doing his hair. He is quite the diva. Um, so who knows? Um, he might be here. He might not. Um, but we're going to talk about some security stuff. I had a bit of a, there was a bit of a thing this week. Um, so I figured it would be a good thing to talk about. Um, in the meantime, uh, a couple of the uh, pony girl, you are so sweet. Uh, thanks for, for, uh, for mentioning that. Uh, and Sutton's days sitting on the beach, um, hoping to catch the Northern lights tonight. Are you, are you on the beach in Alaska or are you on the beach? Like, where are you on the beach that you're going to get Northern lights? Cause you're like from the Midwest. So I don't know where the Northern lights would be. Would they be more of like the Midwest lights? Um, also updates for you on a couple of things as well. So many things to update you on. It is a shame that Tup is not here, but the show must go on. That is a thing that we are going to do. Um, also, um, with all of the things we've been trying to kind of do TikTok back and forth and everything else with everything else that's going on, I'm experimenting tonight. We're going live on Instagram. Uh, so hi to all the Instagram people who are joining us. Um, we're going to figure out how to do that a little bit better. I've kind of hacked it together for tonight, but I think that might be a kind of a fun thing to do. Um, Lake Huron. Well, of course, I mean, that would make sense. I mean, that is the lake area. Um, although I wasn't sure if the lakes, if the, I've never been to the Great Lakes, but my experience is a lot of lakes more have kind of like the rocky sandy beach thing, as opposed to like the the soft sand beach. Um, so I'm not sure how, like, are you actually like just on the sand or are you like, yeah, chairs and stuff like that? Um, anyway, so we're going to get through as many kind of things as we can. I'm um, going to talk through some stuff tonight. Um, so a couple things. First is we have uh, continued to load up the podcast. Uh, we're getting a bunch of downloads actually, which is really kind of cool. Um, if you haven't already, and you are a fan of the show, and you have a podcast app, and you wouldn't mind going and just checking out the podcast and, and putting a, a five-star review uh, for us as a rating, that would really be appreciated. We're just trying to kind of get, we're trying to diversify our streams. We do really well on like YouTube and stuff, but we're trying to kind of push out a little bit um, and get into some different areas um, as well to people who are watching on Instagram. If you enjoy Instagram, great. If you'd like to, you're more than welcome to joining us on YouTube. Uh, we do this usually on Wednesday nights. Um, we occasionally do it on different nights. You can check uh, Cascadia Dispatch Facebook page, YouTube, whatever. We put out notifications when we're going to do shows. But usually it's Wednesday nights at 530. This week and next week, it's going to be Friday nights at 530. Hopefully, Tup will be able to join us. Um, if not, you can also check the replays and things like that. So 
That's the story on Instagram and the podcast. There's so many things going on. Sutton's Days, we talked uh, a while ago about uh, some shirt ideas, um, which is kind of funny because I'm also doing like an experiment with ChatGBT to see if I take videos and like podcast episodes that we've done and run it through ChatGBT, what it gives me as a summary. And it is hilarious that there are very few prepping topics that actually come out of the summaries of our things. Lots more about like the host bantered back and forth. They talked about t-shirt designs. They talked about TikTok. <laughs> As I was going through it, I was like, wow, we are really a, we are a fantastic prepping show right here is, is what we've got going on. Um, so anyway, uh, is the shelf behind Casey a little bit different? It is the 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 shelf behind me is a little different um, because the camera that I usually use is over here, and so it's a slightly different angle. So you would see slightly different toys and figures um, tonight because of that technical difficulty. I moved to a different camera, so it's a little more straight on. You can see more of the the Star Wars things that are over there and. Uh, the Hulkbuster, you can see that. Um, so yeah, so there have been some changes. Uh, these are also, um, yes, everyone is welcome to come play at, at our house. We got Legos, we got, you know, Funkos, we got all the things. You're more than welcome to come over. Just let us know in advance. Um, and also, just a thing, uh, which kind of sparked the whole episode theme tonight. Um, don't knock on our door at like 1030 at night wearing a tactical vest um and and not announce yourself um that was kind of a an interesting thing um and it brought up it kind of was a, one of those moments uh kind of like the beginning of the pandemic where a lot of us had an idea of what our preps should be and then we were actually faced with like a real thing where uh you know stores were going to be closed and we might have to quarantine and everything and everyone kind of that was in that mindset was kind of looking and saying wait a minute, do I actually have everything that I need? Do I have all the food? Do I have the plans and all that sort of stuff? And you get to kind of go back at the end and, and rework all those plans. And we have several different security plans at our house. We have security system, we have cameras, we have motion sensors, we have glass break sensors, we have smoke alarms, we have all kinds of things. We have outdoor lighting, we have indoor lighting. So we're feeling okay about being a deterrent for bad guys. And at about 10.30, I thought I heard a knock on the door, uh, but it was 10.30. And we have had previously, uh, like UPS and Amazon, especially during the holidays, were making some really late night deliveries. And I thought, okay, maybe it's that. We, we were expecting some packages. Maybe it's that. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll look at it in a little while. And we have front door cameras, and then we have cameras around the front of the house, and we have cameras around the back of the house so that I can pretty well see what's going on anywhere at any time. And the front door camera battery was uh, dead. And so I could see the front camera, but I couldn't see actually who was at our door. But I ignored it. And then about two minutes later, or three minutes later, I hear another knock. And I'm like, well, this is super weird. And look at the camera. And sure enough, there is a guy who is not a UPS driver, not an Amazon driver. And, and what's cool is that you at least can tell like from their uniforms. But this guy's wearing like a tactical vest and a baseball hat and coming up to our door twice then at, you know, 1030 at night. And it was super creepy. So immediately um, we kind of 
turned on all the lights in the house and went around and kind of cleared the house. Um, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but I was really excited that the the new safe that I bought um, to go in in our room was working fantastic. Uh, I felt a lot more secure about that sort of situation. Um, but went around, made sure that there was nobody in the house. Uh, and then tried to figure this out. And we went on social media and found out that there had been a, like a carjacking or somebody had stolen a car and then they had hit a police officer and the police were everywhere. And so I walked out of the house and sure enough, there's a drone flying over our house. And then the drone looks at me, it like spins and looks at me. And then it like, you know, heads off to the neighbor's house. The whole thing was super creepy. We didn't actually, I didn't realize that it was the police when I went outside and looked at the drone. I was like, wow, this is a really, really technologically advanced like criminal person or whatever who's trying to get in our house and using drones and stuff. Um, but turns out it was the police and they were trying to track down this person who had broken into a stolen a car, hit the police officer and was hiding in the backyard of our neighbors. And uh, so it came inside and, and it, you know, it kind of, reminded me uh, of a bunch of the kind of security things that made me go through a lot of those. So did kind of a little bit of a debrief between myself and my wife at uh, in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, it was, it was creepy. It was super, super creepy. Uh, so yes, it's not even city life. It's suburban life. It was like, it was, you know, people are walking around in the street and then we got all this stuff going on. Um, you know, city life is a whole different thing. Uh, suburban life is different. Uh, Titus Tuttle is here. God, everybody's here. Uh, Chuck is here. Uh, we've got all the usuals is here. Uh, uh, Julie Joe, hello, hello. Uh, my my sister-in-law is joining on because she's like confused. Why is this on live? Um, but anyway, it's my show, Jules. It's my show. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, West Coast life. Yeah, we could say West Coast. We could say, there's lots of different things we could say. But anyway, I digress. So um, as we were kind of debriefing, there were a few things that we kind of talked about, and I wanted to share it with the group, get everybody's feedback on kind of what they thought. Um, you know, security systems are great. Um, one of the things that we had talked about was uh, adding panic buttons. You know, we've, we've had security systems before, and what I realized is when we were in bed and I looked over at the camera, I still had to call someone. I still had to do something. Um, so one of the first things that I did that night was get a new battery and put it in the in the front door camera. It's great to have cameras, but if the cameras aren't charged, they don't do you any good. They're a little visual deterrent, but they're not super helpful in the moment. So went out, switched out the the, the front door camera battery. So that's one thing is, you know, I've put some alerts on my phone to make sure that I'm charging all the batteries and keeping those up. Um, I know there are a lot of people too that are very anti-technology. Um, that, that you know they don't want to get hacked, they don't want their networks hacked, they don't want their things hacked, all that sort of stuff. I'm weighing that against what I think someone might do in that situation. Um, and so I've kind of I, you know technologyed out our house. Um, if if someone wants to get that little bit of information or something, but I feel like I'm safe, then that's my thing, but I know a lot of people don't don't like that. So uh, anyway, so first thing I did was I changed out the camera battery. So now we have working cameras around the entire perimeter of our house, and we have cameras on the inside of our house. Um, 
we don't really use the inside cameras um, all the time because we don't want people spying on us and, and we don't want to be spying on each other. But uh, especially when we're gone, if there's a motion sensor or something, we have cameras that can see inside the house. So one of the things that I would highly recommend to everybody, multiple cameras. They've gone down, way down in price. Uh, and I was able to pull up on my phone and just basically scan the entire perimeter of our house and just make sure that everything, you know, no one had gone in the backyard, that no one was hiding in the chicken coop, um, which is, you know, Sutton's days, I'm sure people hide in chicken coops out in the country. That's more country life sort of a thing. Um, but was able to kind of scan around and, and do that. The other thing I did was I bought um, some additional keypads and panic buttons for the house. Um, so we have these, uh, we got the, the ring system. Um, it works really well with the cameras and the, and the, um, and the uh, front door camera. God, if only I could talk. Um, it's a wonder that Tup didn't want to make it tonight. Um, so it integrates with kind of the existing camera system that we had. Um, it works really, really well, uh, at least so far that we've had it. Um, and it actually integrates in with Alexa, which is uh, we have a bunch of, of um, Echo Dots and devices. So it works really well uh, being able to display the cameras on certain devices that we have in the house, being able to use... Um, glass break sensors and um, smoke alarm sensors that are in the Alexa devices to actually connect in with the security system and stuff. So it works out. It, it's a really nice blend. Again, I know there are certain people that are like, we don't want a Wi-Fi system. We don't want a security system. We don't want to tie in with Alexa. We don't want, I get it. Just telling you what we're doing. And that like some of this, if I go down the rabbit hole of what data somebody could take, then I don't know what we would come up with. And this just works. So this is what we're going with. Um, I was looking in the actual like panic buttons that they have for the ring system. Um, they also sell this at Costco, which is great because if you get it and you don't like it, you can just take it back to Costco. Um, it's super easy to, to set up. It was literally like scanning devices in the app and everything just connected automatically and it would just work. Um, so it was kind of like Apple products, but with a security system. So highly recommend it. Um, but one of the things I found with the panic buttons, and I don't know if anybody else has security systems with panic buttons, but the ring panic button, you had to select what you wanted the panic button to mean. So did it call the police? Did it call medical? Did it call, um, did it call fire department? What did it do? In an emergency, I don't want to have predicted what my panic button is going to call. I just needed to call the right people. Um, so the, the keypads were a little bit more expensive, but they have the police, fire, and medical buttons. So you can you can um, select whatever you want to panic uh, immediately, but you can also arm and disarm the system. So if there's something going on, you can you can arm it if it's not already armed. You can disarm it if if it's somebody coming in and you know them. Um, so you have a lot more flexibility with these. Um, they are about not exactly double the cost of the panic buttons, but um, but they're a little bit more expensive. Um, I also like them because they're cordless and rechargeable. So you can charge them and then you can put it wherever you want. It doesn't have to be tied to an outlet, which our previous system had a keypad, but it had to be plugged in and it was hardwired. So it basically didn't get to move and it was like in the center of our house. Um, so these we've been able to put in our garage. We've put it by the front door, um, anywhere that we would come in and out. Um, 
we have one of these that makes it really easy to use the system. And then we just added these on each side of our bed. So there's one on my side of the bed, there's one on my wife's side of the bed. And so if I'm gone for some reason, and it's late at night, she has access, she doesn't have to roll over to, to get to my panic button. And I don't have to do the same for her. So um, getting these, I think is a, is a big bonus. Um, if you can do it, um, security system in general, I think is an important thing that you definitely want to do. Um, I think the other thing too, is I had some, um, deterrents, um, by the bed, um, that were available should someone have been trying to break in. I, um, previously had some by the bed and some in other locations. Um, I have since moved a lot of them closer. Um, so that if something were to go sideways, you know, we, we have those available. Um, so I would also recommend whatever you want to use, if it's, you know, pepper spray, a baton, you know, there's, there's all different kinds of things. Um, if you want something that's a little more pew pew um, you know, you can go that way. Um, as a couple of my friends have said, you know, freedom seeds and all that sort of stuff. Um, just whatever you feel comfortable with making sure that if someone were to come into the house that, that you have that available, I think is key. Um, there are also apps, uh, you know, if you configure your phone, if you have an iPhone, there's an SOS emergency feature. So if you can't get to anything else, but you can get to your phone, you can, I think it's triple tap the power button and it will enter into an SOS emergency and it'll call emergency response. You know, you can put in 911 or whatever your local, um, whatever the local numbers would be. So I think that would be helpful. You can also send alerts to uh, family and friends. So for example, if something's going on, you could actually send a message to your neighbors. I'm having an emergency. They might be able to get over to you faster than, um, than first response might be. Um, depending on the emergency, that may or may not be worth looking into, but I think it's a, a, it's a thing to consider. So a super scary thing. Um, also, social media. And look, we all know that it, some people don't like, again, some people don't like it. Yeah, here we all are on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and wherever we're watching this. Um, but being able to go on there and kind of crowdsource what was going on was really, really helpful. So I would also recommend going out and subscribing, whether it's Twitter or Facebook. I would actually recommend doing it on multiple platforms because different people use different platforms. Uh, I've seen this in my professional life where I spend a lot of time analyzing social media for companies. Um, but I've also seen it just in practice that you have some people who are Twitter people, you have some people who are Facebook people, um, people tend to interact with the platforms a little bit differently. So whether you want to be on both to publish or anything like that, make a fake account or just make an account that you never use for anything other than for getting news in your area or something like that. Um, I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing. You know, you can get or join it, make a fake email account or a backup email account that you don't use or use one only for uh, social media. And then get on social media and follow all of your local emergency um, response pages and channels. Get on your local police, fire, EMS, medical, um, find maybe some news outlets that are in your area, but just get as many of those as you can. And then what will happen is if something happens 
close by, you will likely start to see people responding and you can use it as a, as a, um, as just a streaming feed of, of what's going on. Uh, Aaron, good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Um, so I think that's another thing that, that would be helpful. It's, uh, yeah. Thank you. Sentence days. I appreciate it. I'm assuming you're talking about my excellent suggestion. I know that, that Chuck was, uh, Chuck was talking about some things and modern day prepper was talking about stuff, uh, but I'm going to take the credit on that. It was my excellent suggestion. Um, I feel similarly to um, like if you had a police scanner or a ham radio, you know, technically if you have a ham radio and you don't have a ham radio license, you're not allowed to broadcast, but you can listen on a ham radio um, with, without a license. You just can't transmit. So at least let me phrase that. That's my understanding is that that's the case. Um, I, I think the last time I looked, that was the case. Don't quote me on it. Do your own research. If you're going to do that sort of thing. But um, we have ham radio. I have a ham radio license, but I have put instructions with the ham radios uh, that are at home so that, you know, my wife or family members can get the ham radio and turn it on in an emergency and at least listen to what's going on. I would say this is very similar for the social media piece of go on and you don't have to broadcast. You don't have to post. You don't have to talk about what you're doing. You don't have to talk about your view of the emergency or anything else but you can use it as a, as a way to consume the information and filter it down so you know what's going on. In this case, there were people posting videos of the police dogs going through people's backyards. There were pictures of all the police cars. We could hear the sirens, but we didn't know where they were. Um, we found out they were a block and a half away. They were just on the other side of a bunch of houses. So we couldn't see them, but we could hear them. Um, we saw the people going by. And so what we assume happened is that the police thought that um, that the police thought that because of where our house is located, that somebody might have tried to come in the backyard, um, that they might have tried to get into the backyard bunker office, that they might have tried to get into the chicken coop or something, um, and that they were trying to get access into our backyard. Um, luckily, the person was not in our backyard, um, and the fact that that we didn't answer the door didn't mean that they couldn't get after the person. Um, but you know, that's what we, that's what we think happened, why they came to the door, but it is super creepy if in the middle of the night, um, that happens. So I would highly recommend to everybody, you know, make sure you've kind of gone through, use my, my kind of experience as a little bit of a reminder to go back through and just think about, okay, if somebody knocked on your door at 1030 at night, um, wearing a tactical vest and a black hat, what would you do? Um, how would you handle that? Um, you know, what is the plan if you have, you know, family members, if you have children in the house, like what would you be doing to kind of protect yourself to make sure that if it's a bad person that they stay outside. And if it's a, a good person that you're at least able to identify what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, the, the camera doorbells are, uh, fantastic for being able to see if somebody comes up to your house, um, and either you're there or you're not there. And we've done this both scenarios is to take the, the camera and just talk to the person through the camera. Um, don't bother opening the door. Don't bother going to the window to look or anything. We just go from the camera and they don't know if we're home or not. Uh, we don't tell them, uh, but it's a great way of, if you have a salesperson that comes to the door and you don't want to talk to them, you can just tell them, sorry, I'm busy or whatever. Um, if you choose not to ignore them, um, my wife likes to at least answer the door and, and be polite and tell them that we're not interested. Um, 
So, you know, we can let them know that we're not interested and they'll leave. Um, if you've got people that are coming up and you don't know who they are, we see on uh, Nextdoor, which is kind of a, another neighborhood-centric social media platform. I'm not sure. Uh, outside of certain cities and, and suburbs, I don't know how frequently it's used or anything. Sutton's Days, have you heard of, I don't know if you're still here, um, but for those who are in more rural areas, do you use Nextdoor? Have you heard of Nextdoor? Um, because if, it, if it's not something that, that people are using in your area, then it doesn't really work. Um, it works if, if the people in your area are using it, uh, and then it's kind of broken down by neighborhood. So if something happens in the neighborhood and you post, it will alert your other neighbors that something's going on. But it only works if your neighbors are on next door and if you're on next door. Um, oh, Montana, or not, uh, wait, are you guys in Montana or Wyoming? I know we're going out to see you, but which state are you in? Uh, no, it's Montana. So Montana apparently has has next door. Um, DC area has next door. Um, Sutton's Days has heard about it, um, but small enough that that Facebook is covering the emergencies. Um, so that's fantastic. So yeah, so it's uh, you know I would say there are lots of people who don't want to be on social media, and I get that. Um, for me you can use social media as a tool. Um, it doesn't need to be the entertainment thing. It doesn't need to be just your data source and news deluge and all that sort of stuff. Uh, a lot of people feel like social media is using us. Well, this is our opportunity to use social media. So um, definitely recommend going out and doing that. Um, just looking at the chat. Um, Chuck's got uh, FRS radios to pass out to the town if need be. That's a fantastic idea. Um, having radios like that, especially depending on what the emergency is, that can be a lot easier than trying to get people's phone numbers or trying to coordinate with, with different things. Just having radios that you can hand out, I think is a fantastic idea. Um, <laughs> small towns know what you're doing before you're doing it. Sutton's days, that is a fair statement from what I can understand. Uh, you know, I've got... We've got people on Instagram from Montana. I know they live in a bit of a, a sparsely populated area. I feel like it's a similar thing there. They're, we're, we're constantly hearing about, I'm not constantly hearing, my wife is constantly hearing about interesting things that are going on. So I think that that is a completely uh, true thing. Uh, yeah, hashtag truth. The Instagram agrees with the YouTube. I think we're all in good shape. Uh, <laughs> we have a bunch of Karens in our neighborhood, uh, next door areas. Yeah, that can happen too. Um, I would invite everyone to uh, artfully learn the uh, the art of just upping the notification when it comes through that Karen is having a problem. Just, just up, just uh, don't even worry about it. Um, I think that would be very beneficial to everybody. Um, super helpful. I get notifications all day long. I'm just like clear, clear, clear. I don't even care. Um, let me see what else is happening. Modern day prepper says, uh, "Prepper, get your gun." I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get demonetized. But, you know, I am just got a new safe and it worked fantastically uh, when there was somebody knocking on our door in the middle of the night. Um, Pony Girl, um, never thought of social media that way. Um, I don't usually use my Twitter. However, I might use it for an emergency stuff. Thanks for that. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't I don't use Twitter. I never really have. I, I'm like... We, I have a Cascadia Dispatch Twitter for people who like Twitter. Um, I've never really used Twitter. 
Uh, it's just not ever been my thing. I know people who do use it. But in this case, Twitter works fantastic for getting the, the quick news updates. Um, I tend to use more Facebook and Instagram. I think that's just more my genre. Um, Instagram didn't really have news things. That's not really what it's for. So Facebook became kind of that de facto what's going on. Um, so I would definitely recommend all of that. Um, YouTube is fantastic when you want to watch, uh, you know, prepping podcasts. Like that's fantastic. I would highly recommend that to anybody who hasn't already uh, hit the subscribe button and, uh, and the like button for all of these other things. Um, let's see what's going on. What else is happening? Um, all our usual suspects are here tonight, which is fantastic. And I feel badly that Tup is not here, but we can all, um, he'll be back at some point. I don't, I, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, I hope everything's okay. Um, likely he got pulled into a meeting. He tends to have that happen to him sometimes. So I'm hoping that it was just that. Um, let's see. Tup is doing the Friday night party with the big dog preppers. You know what? That is, that is very likely true. It, you know, at some point it was only a matter of time before he just moved on, realized that he has hundreds of thousands and millions of followers and subscribers and just left, you know, my, myself in the dust. It, it was just a matter of time. Uh, so Chuck, I would imagine that is, that is also a likely possibility uh, that he is doing that. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, peepholes. Um, first off that just seems wildly inappropriate but um yeah do we have people in the front door to see who's there so a lot of people do um we do not um and we don't kind of by design um so a lot of a lot of people have people so that they can look through and and see and then you can't see back um for anybody who's not sure what we're talking about with the peepholes i think talking about the little holes that are the little windows um so we intentionally don't because oftentimes if you've got somebody who's a bad person on the other side of that door, they likely will assume that you are going to look through that peephole um, and that can lead to problems. So we actually have windows around the door so that we can kind of look from a different angle or look from a side to see the person at the door without being necessarily directly in front of the door or so close to that specific area. Um, Cause also if you're going to the people, then your eye, your head is right there. Um, if somebody wanted to do something bad and send something bad through the door, perhaps, um, or try to gain entry while you're right there, like you're physically going to just be taken out by the door or whatever is coming through the door. Um, I would rather be on the side. I would rather be around. So if they did that, I'm not taking the brunt of it or, somebody else isn't taking the brunt of it. Um, that's another reason why the cameras are great because you can be in a completely different room or theoretically you could be at a different door and look at the camera. And if it looks like it's a bad guy, go out another door um, or, you know, keep talking to them and hit the panic button at the same time um, and get help on the way while you're talking to them. Um, so yeah, people's, People's have, you know, if you don't have any other option, sure, people's great. Um, but because it's better than not being able to see who's on the other side of the door. But I would I would definitely recommend going more with the with the, the doorbell camera um, or just an exterior mounted camera, even if you don't want a doorbell camera or you can't do a doorbell. Um, a lot of, of options now don't require the hardwiring. 
which if you are renting, um, you're not able to, you know, hardwire something out there, you can use a battery and it sticks up on the wall or sticks up high. That'll work too. Um, and it, and it doesn't cause any damage to the exterior of the, the house or the apartment. Um, also great too, if you have an apartment, cause you don't need 19 cameras. If you're renting an apartment, you just need like a good one on the front of the door. Um, you might want one that's maybe pointed down the hall so you can see somebody coming before they get to the door. That's another option too. Um, ours are kind of configured so that as someone is approaching our house, I get multiple notifications. Um, so it's easy for me to tell, is this someone just driving by on the street or is it someone who is actually approaching the house? And so if, if I get the first alert, and then, you know, we kind of wait. If I get the second alert, then I know, okay, someone's coming to the door. And then I get a third one when they get to the front door. So I have three warnings usually before someone's actually at our front door um, to check cameras and, and look. Um, another thing, too, that is really nice about the ring cameras, and I know I sound like I'm shilling for, for ring here. I'm not. I'm not getting – it's not a sponsored video or anything like that. Um, but the notifications will come in with a picture. So you can set the notifications up to come in with a picture. So if you do get a notification, it'll flash on your phone what motion or what action set off the camera. So you can see if it was just a car passing by or if it's actually someone getting out of their car, um, if it's a delivery person or, or whatever. Um, so I would highly recommend checking, checking those out um, again. Costco is wonderful. And there's other systems. There's Blink, there's Ring, there's Simply Safe. There's all different systems now that are kind of this consumer electronics security system and cameras. Um, we just really like the Ring because the Ring cameras that we already had and the Ring security system merged together really, really well. Um, and I like the the way that the, the additional accessories kind of blended together and worked. Um, a lot of the other systems... Um, didn't necessarily integrate as well with our existing stuff. And uh, their accessories were a little bit more difficult to find, didn't necessarily like them as, all, as well. So this was kind of a great little great little package. But um, regardless of what you pick, I would highly recommend make sure you've got some sort of a security system, make sure you've got some sort of cameras set up, um, make sure that it's connected to your phone um, or some way to see it from wherever you sleep because if something happens in the middle of the night, you're going to want to be able to see what's going on. Um, so I would highly recommend all of those things. Um, <laughs> Secret Pepper. Secret Pepper sponsored by Ring. A hundred percent. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pushing hard for the Costco sponsorship. Ring, I don't I don't care for any sponsors. If Costco sponsored us, that would be amazing. Uh, but but Ring, is, Ring is not sponsoring us. That is, that is not a thing. Um, so uh, Sutton's days, um, yeah, the Wi-Fi thing can be a problem. Um, I'm not sure if you've picked this up yet, um, but I am a bit of a techno person um, who tends to go over the top. Um, so we kind of, uh, we've had some issues with Wi-Fi. We no longer have issues with Wi-Fi. Um, we have gone way over the top with our Wi-Fi set up at our house to make sure that we have good coverage, um, mostly because we have so many things that are attached to it. Um, our lights, our cameras, our security system, 
Um, we've kind of adjusted TVs that used to be attached. Now we hardwire them. Um, oh, that's another thing that I was meaning to bring up. So this may be an unpopular opinion, but the home automation stuff is, I think, amazing. Um, obviously, there are people who are going to be concerned that someone might hack their house and, I don't know, you're going to turn on their lights or something like that. I don't know. Um, you know, the the door knock or doorknobs and locks, yeah, that could be a little scary if somebody hacked your house. I don't know why someone would choose to hack your house um, as opposed to other houses. But if you're worried that someone is going to pick your house to hack, I get that. Um, but being able to have the home automation set up with, um, we have all of our exterior lights, our interior lights are all connected. Um, and it's really convenient for things like movie night and things like that, where we don't want to get up at night um, and, and turn off the lights or whatever. So you can just yell to Alexa to turn off the lights. Um, and we have some, some routines. So like at night, we have a good night routine that turns the kids' lights down to a certain level and make sure that we didn't leave a bunch of lights on in the house, um, but also turns on certain other lights so that it looks like there are people here. Um, again, a little bit of a deterrent, visual deterrent. But being able to be in bed and yell to Alexa to turn everything on um, to make it very clear if someone was trying to do something that there are people in the house um, that we were able to see um, that this is not a place to hide, that our backyard is fully lit. Um, and so we made sure we turned all of the lights in the backyard on, which we normally don't do at night, um, but turned everything on. Um, that was another great deterrent so, or a great advantage was from bed, I could look and see what was happening around the house. I could turn on all the lights. I was ready to call the police if need be. Um, and then we could kind of go from there. I think that is uh, a, one of those things that if you can do it, um, and granted, not everybody needs to change out every outlet in their house like, like I have. Um, again, technology over the top is what I do. Um, but even just having key lights um, and key outlets available and connected, I think would be a, a big thing. So I would highly recommend everybody go out and and try to do some of that if you're not if you're not more scared about the fact that someone's going to hack your house which i i don't know why someone would hack your house like it's another question i always get with the data things like who is going to care where i went or what i bought like i work with consumer data all the time and i, I don't spend that much time like figuring that out like you, people are using generalities it's all anonymized um Nobody has time to, to dig into that. Um, but anyway, so for me, it's not as scary. And I weigh, you know, the, the balance of if someone were to get this, would I be upset about that versus how practical is it for me every single day? Um, and more often than not, it is more valuable for me to use it every single day than it is to, you know, be worried that, that someone's going to hack a light switch or something like that. So um uh, let's see um hardwired cameras are fantastic i love those um those are also really great if you're building a new house or if you're like doing a complete remodel um and you can run the video lines that's a fantastic way to do that um we had had that spec'd out at our house um and it was going to be significantly more expensive to do that 
Um, so I think if we ever do a big remodel project, we'll probably look into that. But if it's new construction or if that's if that's the thing you, you're able to do or you are a person who knows how to do the wiring, awesome. Hardwired over Wi-Fi, 100%. Um, let's see. Um, power goes off and so I spend a lot of time resetting everything. Yeah, that also is a problem. Um, that's, yeah, that's, when your power goes out and you just lose everything, that's just super annoying. Super, super annoying. Um, there's a whole lot of conversation here. I'm just trying to catch up on, um, see, most of my house is automated. That being said, if, when I'm having my prepper prep conversations with my family, all of the Alexas are unplugged. That's a fair thing. I think that's totally fair. Um, you know, there are ways that you can kind of balance the ease of use and the utility of the home automation with your concerns about privacy and security and things like that. So hundred percent, if you're having a conversation about something that you don't want other people to overhear, unplug your Alexas and you won't have to worry about it. And then plug them back in. So Alexa can turn the lights off for you because you're too lazy to get off the couch, um, which is basically what happens at our house most of the time. Um, let's see. I had something that, uh, turn off my lights, um, but it started creeping me out when it started saying weird things to me. Okay, if it's saying weird things to you, you've something has gone wrong. Like that is, uh, if you felt like it was spying on you and turned it off and backed it away. What, uh, what was the thing? Um, it is super creepy that something would talk back unless it's like Alexa or something saying that, that everything's fine. Um, yeah, if it was talking back to me, I would send it back immediately. Um, I do not need more voices in my head than the ones that I already have. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Modern Day Prepper is coming up with other um, sponsored suggestions, um, some of which <laughs> are quite amusing, um, but um, I don't know that they're applicable. Um, who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see. Um, oh, you had an echo that was talking to you? Okay, that's super creepy. I don't know what you did with your echo that made it talk to you, um, but that is super creepy, and I would not recommend then that you, or maybe ask somebody why it was talking to you. Our our echoes don't talk to us. I mean, they talk to us if if we ask them something, but they don't just volunteer information or commentary. So I would definitely talk to somebody if your echo is talking to you in the middle of the night or anything like that. Um, all my cameras are pointed outside, um, so it's going to be seeing grass and streets and an alley. Yes, uh, I think it is totally reasonable to, you know, you don't necessarily need to point them at your house. Um, being able to see the outside, I think, is is important. Um, I would recommend, you know, at least having a camera that's looking outside from a point of view of like a door or something so that you're as tight into the house as you are when you look out. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't need to face back in at the house, but you want to be able to see from the front door or side door or something, you know, if there's, if there's anyone approaching it. So I would, I would just recommend that you do that. You don't need to, to point them on the inside. Um, we have cameras on the inside of our house. Um, we use them actually originally instead of baby monitors, um, because I felt like we got more value out of buying actual cameras than buying kind of the cheap um 
baby monitor cameras that didn't have great range and didn't have great functionality. I was like, why not just get a regular camera and we'll just use that and that'll be better. So we started with those uh, for babies and nursery things. Then we moved them around so that when the kids were playing downstairs, we could see what they were doing. We didn't have to go downstairs every time we heard, you know, somebody having a throwing a fit or somebody, you know, jumping around or something. We could see what they were doing before we came down to, to do that. Um, and then we we left them in so that if we had babysitters over or something, we could kind of see what was going on and we could kind of check in and, and make sure that everything was going according to plan. And we've kept them now for in case we're out or something. Um, we can kind of check in on the house and just make sure, especially if we get an alert that, um, that there's a, a noise or something, we have, we have notifications there. So we don't keep them on, um, when we're home during the day, just because we don't, we don't want to look at ourselves or that's not a thing. Um, but we, we do keep them on when we're gone, um, from, from that state. Um, Julie says lots of cameras here uh that go off a lot turkeys deer bobcat skunk deer raccoons and the occasional golden retriever that's fair that's fair um so i think yeah depending on where you live that could be a problem um and you can i think some of them even have settings depending on the type of camera where you can kind of reduce the sensitivity so that it doesn't you know like we get cats and occasionally we get coyotes that run down the middle of our street and things like that um, you know, dogs occasionally will get out or something. So, you know, you can reduce the sensitivity on some of them, not all of them. Um, you can also, um, I know that on the ring doorbell camera, you can identify the area that you want to monitor. So if it's looking, if it's looking out the, you know, the street and you live on a busy street or something like that, you can actually like paint and design with your finger, a little square that would represent your front walkway. So it won't give you motion if there's someone driving behind. So if it's a car driving down the street and it's outside of that zone, it won't alert you. But if it's inside that zone, so that would be someone walking up and kind of breaking that plane, that's when it'll do it. So yeah, the little things can be annoying. Also, like with motion detectors in the house before they had the pet sensitive ones was crazy because you would just get pet notifications all of the time. Uh, so I would definitely talk about that. Um, yeah, Pony Girl is totally haunted, apparently. She didn't do anything. It was just talking. I walked in the room. Once I tried to spy on the Echo and it stopped, it must have been a ghost. I think that's fair. I think Casper or somebody was visiting you. Um, and you should definitely have sent that Echo back because it was possessed. Um, let's see. Uh, Casey doesn't want his cameras on in his office or his family will see him playing with his Legos. A hundred percent. Yes. That is, that has been a discussion point in, in, in our family of whether or not we put a camera in the, in the office or we put it on the outside of the office. Uh, currently the cameras are going on the outside of the office. Uh, but I was like, I don't want you guys, you know, looking at me during my work day and, and, and seeing me on Legos or whatever. Like, that's not a good, that's not a good look. Um, if anyone's watching that I work with, I don't play with Legos during the day. Um, play with Legos all day, but just not at that time. Um, on a serious note, uh, and I know it's hard for me, we talked about doing a prepper finance episode. I'm a bank manager, and at this point, I'd say it's relevant for all of us would love to assist. Modern day prepper, that is a fantastic idea. Um, and what I'm hoping is um, 
Tup specifically, and since Tup's not here, we can kind of have this conversation. It's kind of more of a Casey episode. Uh, so Tup uh, does not love talking about kind of the topics that you wouldn't talk about, like on a first date or a family reunion or something. Doesn't love talking about politics. Doesn't love talking about finances. Um, doesn't like talking about religion. Um, I don't love talking about religion. Um, I love talking about finances. Um, don't really love talking about politics. That's just, it, it's all over the place. Um, so what I'm hoping is, and I've mentioned this a couple of times and, and it's going to happen, um, that I'm going to start doing a stream on Mondays um, that'll be kind of half commentary stuff and then half like a gear type of review or something, um, which will hopefully allow our prep talk lives to be this kind of more conversational um conversational thing that Tup and I normally do. Um, luckily, when Tup's not here, I can talk for both of us. So that's totally fine. Um, so I would love to do that. And we can either, um, we can see if Tup would want to do it and we could do it here or we can do it on that show. Um, and I think that'll be a better, I think that'll be a better way to structure it. Um, my goal is to have that show be a little bit more structured as far as, hey, here's one topic we're going to talk about. Here's the next topic we're going to talk about. A little bit of Q and A, and then um, and then call it a day. So that one I think will be a little bit shorter. We're I'm thinking it's going to be more like twenty or thirty minutes versus like when Tup and I do this show and we can go for an hour um, because we're just having a great time and enjoying it. So um, I think that I think that would be a beneficial thing. So um, send me a message on um, Instagram. Um, just DM me on Instagram with your email contact information um and we can set it up there's been so many i have cnbc playing on my uh tv in my office most of the day i usually turn it on about five uh or 5 30 when i go down and work out um and then i keep it on in the background during the day um so yeah so all the bank things and the deposit runs and the price of gold going up today and everything like i would love to talk about all of those things um 100 110 percent um so yeah so uh so yeah so go ahead um we do it on youtube i don't have other social media um yeah we can we can do that um do you have email if you have email send me an email at info at cascadiadispatch.com um so if you if you don't have um if you don't have instagram look i i appreciate that i talked you into it um but don't feel like you have to join something else um you can also just uh, send an email to info at cascadiadispatch.com. Um, I'm the only one that monitors it. I'm the only one that gets it. Um, so I can I can take a look at that and then we can find a time because I would love to do that. We do a little two screen and, and we'll talk about some of that sort of stuff because holy cow, there's been a lot of financial stuff happening. Uh, I know that I've been making some changes and some moves over the last couple of weeks. I don't know if everybody else has or not. Um, there's obviously hours and hours and hours of things that we can talk about with that. Um, but I think that could be a really cool, even like a series. Um, I don't know if Sutton's Days is still here or not, um, but I have not forgotten about our like, what would you do if like prepper idol or prepper judging or whatever we're going to do, prepper scenarios, uh, scenes and, and setup that we're going to do. So we're going to get that put together. Um, I know that I... I have that on my list. Um, I have not forgotten about that. Um, oh, and I meant to tell her, I got the new 
the new batch of shirt designs because it wouldn't be a show about on Prep Talk Live if we weren't talking about shirt designs. Um, got the new the new designs, um, and uh, we have a cheap meat uh, shirt design now. So uh, so it's getting finalized. Um, it doesn't. Oh, see, Sutton's days. Yes. Um, so yeah. So there's going to be a cheap meat shirt uh, that is coming out. Uh, there's also a Rooster Brewster shirt that is coming out. Um, Drama Magnet is coming out. Um, so all of those designs are getting finalized right now. Um, along with a couple other of my favorites that that you all will see, um, Bougie Pepper is, is taken care of. So we've got that one. Um, so hopefully, um, those will all be coming out here in the next couple weeks. Um, I was actually thinking about doing like a whole March Madness bracket thing with like the designs, um, and calling it like merch madness and having it be like a voting thing where, like we could put two designs together and that was like who votes for the the most. Um, would that be a fun thing to do? To do like the designs and like do like a head to head thing or um or does that sound super lame? Um I don't know. I've I've seen like uh, I know that there are a lot of brands right now are doing these like bracket type things uh where they have like different different things, um different um like smoothie flavors and things like that um so i don't know but maybe we'll do that we'll do like a a merch madness and we'll we'll do all the different shirt designs and stuff and people can vote for them um and yeah sudden's days when it's all finished i will uh send i will send the link to you um and we'll get we'll get that taken care of um all right guys well i have thoroughly enjoyed this my voice is 100 yes Sutton's days. I'm I am a hundred percent sure that the cheap meat is on its way. Um, it's on its way to your house. That is, I I I don't doubt that you are all about the cheap meat. Um, I feel like I'm channeling my inner tup right now about that. But anyway, um, so yeah, so uh I am just out of voice. Uh it's Friday and I had a whole day of meetings and stuff, so my voice is shot. Um, so I am going to wrap it up tonight. Um, thank you all for joining me. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Um, thanks to everybody who joined us on Instagram for the first time. Uh, keep an eye out for the Merch Madness bracket. Uh, if you haven't already, hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Um, next week, um, I don't know if we'll do Monday next week or if we'll start Monday the following week. Um, I have to figure out what I'm going to call this new show of mine um, and you know, see if I can get some appropriate intros and that sort of thing. Um, because I overthink everything. It's what I do. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Stay tuned. We'll send out more information as, as things go on. Um, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye.